0: started on the council in 2000, and that I was Pasqualani's assistant director until early 2014, when I started working for a large advisory company. That change meant leaving a place of about 120 people in the summer, and less than 10 in the winter, and going to a company of 4,000 people, which grew to a company of 13,000 people stretching around the world while I was there. I'd never worked for a big company before and I'd only ever worked in education as a teacher at a school and here at camp. I had many fears changing jobs, and some of the greatest fears I had were about if I could carry the values i would learned here into the corporate world, which is not known as a paradigm of virtue. In particular, I was worried about honesty. At some point, would I be asked to lie to help sell our services to someone? I, was just, I wasn't out of college. I was 35. I was married. I had two children. And I had plenty to lose. Would I have to lie to provide for my family? The truth is the truth. We all face these questions our whole lives. Will I tell the truth to others? Will I tell the truth to myself? These are big questions. So let's start smaller here at camp, and with the little places where our integrity here is tested. What are the situations here where it is easy or tempting to be dishonest? Max. Can I, Mr. Michael, brush my teeth and wash my hands? When you actually didn't do one or both of those. Mr. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the wall ball court, wall off, right. tell me more about that. You can say that you didn't get sniped you did. Robert. Close call on a tennis game. Close call on a tennis game. Jackson? Age. Age, tell me more about that. Like you might be tempted to say you're older just to feel more of a power because in our society there's kind of a class. Sure. Sure. So you made maybe time to lie about your age or something else to make yourself feel a little more important, a little more uh, authority over someone else, other places people can think of. DJ? I haven't gotten seconds. I haven't gotten seconds. Or going in and asking for more seconds than you actually need. Why? I turned my tag. I turned my tag. It's not much someone else must have turned it. Marilyn? Maryland? What about Maryland? Uh, if you go in twice or something, or if you have someone else's order on sheet. Yep. About that. Yep. Matt? Uh, no locks on suitcases or personal items. No locks on suitcases? Timmy? Tell them stories about who you are, what you did outside camp. Things about ourselves that we think maybe people will like, maybe it will make us feel more important. We exaggerate that, uh, or, or tell something completely dishonest about that. turning to the Walpole Court as a great symbol of this, Uh, Mr. Binney used to talk about that location as a place that he called a scene of epic battles and confrontation, where men test their mettle against all comers, a place filled with leathery veterans and talented newcomers, a place where character is tested and people show what they believe and what is of the greatest value to them. 143, skimmers no dinks, director director alum, first round right? <laughs> 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 On the wall Wolf court every day, we can see people who accept their fate graciously, graciously and who quietly step off the court when they're out. We also occasionally see someone who always insists that the shot went his way even when it is clear to everyone else that it did not. When someone insists that they are still in the game when they are clearly not, why do they do that? So they can Run. continue playing. So they can continue playing? They want to have fun? They want to have fun. Awkward. They're not embarrassed. So they're not embarrassed. Why? Um, so that they um sometimes like people say that uh, You know, it makes me feel worse about myself. I, I, I'm not good enough to stay in the game. Ian. So they don't have to wait three minutes for the next game? Yeah, I don't want to wait for this thing to go around. I want to stay in now. All of those reasons. Oh, John. So they can win. So they can win. I want to win this game. It doesn't matter if I'm honest. I want to win this game. There is always, always a benefit to lying. Always, or we wouldn't do it comes immediately, and it is easier to see. I lie, I stay in the game. But there's also always, always a cost to lying. And that cost can often be harder to see in the short term and more significant in the long term. What is it someone loses when they lie about being out on the ball ball court? Isaac? Someone's trust. Someone's trust. Why? People wanting to be People wanting to be around you. Tell me a little more about that. I mean, if somebody's a lying all the time, it's like uh, even small things, it usually happens somewhere else and it's not fun Yeah, to be around someone who's dishonest. Yeah. Robert? Uh, if it's a close call that did go away, you that did go your way, then you won't have any credibility and people won't believe you. Yeah. So you, you lose the opportunity when it is, yeah, when you might be just really close, but you you weren't out. Mateo. Yeah, you know, like once you start lying, you might have to tell them more and more lies to keep your first lie seeming like it's true, and now you're just focused on like a huge web of lies. Yes. It's a lot of effort. <coughs> Henry. You really hurt your friends and make them feel betrayed? Yeah, I thought this guy was my friend. Um, John? No, it's not, uh, People don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah. They might not just want to play with you. Henry. It makes it easier to lie next time. Makes it easier. You're sewing that act, right? Sowing that act, if it becomes a habit, a collection of memories, <laughs> and like, honor, kind of. Your honor. Tell me a little more about that. I think that's a really good point. Um, just like how people respect you, and your respect for yourself, and not giving in to temptations that might seem appealing. Yeah. You lose your honor. Uh, ourselves, Honest with other people. Some examples of things that we gain when we're honest with people. Talk trust. trust. You know do You know what you need to work on. What do you mean by that? Like, let's say you got hit by, you got snipe. you could work on dodging the ball. Yeah, if you're honest about it, you know, okay, so here's where I've got to get better Yeah. if I see you're honest, that means maybe if if I need help, if I'm in trouble, I know that you're going to be honest about it with me. Evan. Um, Peace of mind and the confidence that results from that. Yes. Peace of mind and confidence. Tucker. Respect. Respect. Amos. Just like a good reputation. Like when people mention you, they're like, oh yeah, that person always tells the truth. Yeah. Good reputation. That's a good person. Why? Happiness because like you are like carrying the burden of lying, or you have to keep lying. Absolutely, it's just much much happier than I have to carry that around with you, Robert. Uh, if you if you tell the truth and you set a good example, other people will be doing. It. Other people might start doing it too. Yeah, you gain that influence of your example, so all of a sudden your whole community starts to starts to rise up, Reggie. It's more fulfilling to tell the truth. More fulfilling to tell the truth. Why do you think that is, Reggie? benefits I've learned, in addition to what you've all said, which you've covered most of it here, um, from telling the truth, is that honesty is also the best problem solver. Honesty is the best problem solver. One of the greatest losses of lying is that we lose our ability to see problems clearly and fix them. As someone mentioned, if I get out and I lie about it, I don't actually know how to get better. Um, lose our sight. If I lie to fit in, I don't actually learn how to make friends. And As Evan McClure said so brilliantly in his tree talk, if I'm telling myself the wrong narrative, I cannot create the right one that allows me to grow and feel fulfilled. It takes honesty to see the chessboard of our lives clearly and to see what the next right move is. We also shed so much stress by being honest, as many of you said. Telling a lie and keeping it going is really hard work, and it takes so much energy to keep track of the tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. Instead of being yourself, you have to play a character, and memorizing those lines every day has a high price tag for your mind and for your heart. Truth? Honesty and seeking the truth with courage and clarity is something we can all learn. Avoid having a fixed mindset here. We can all learn to be more honest, and this is a great place to practice that virtue. And we need practice, because tests of our honesty will come and come and come and come, and they only become more difficult. What advice can we give ourselves? What advice can we give each other? What helps us be honest in that moment? Jackson? It doesn't change your opinion about you. Knowing it doesn't change your, your opinion about you. Are you sort of being, trying not to be afraid of someone else's opinion about you, Jackson, is that what you're saying? Other advice people have about how to be honest in the moment? Crash. Having a friend to keep you uh, in touch with what you want to do. Having a friend. Henry? Think about the consequences of it if you Think about those consequences. Keep that in the front of your mind. Elliot? Just stop and think. Stop and think. <laughs> what? Um, there's, the so you know. there's always tomorrow morning. There's always tomorrow morning? There's always tomorrow so meaning that Hey, the situation's going to pass. There's always going to be tomorrow to try again. Good advice. Very good suggestions. My first two you've already mentioned. Stop and think and ask a friend for advice. Others I've heard along the way. Listen. If searching for the truth is like stumbling around in the dark, listening is your candle. It is not a bright flame, but it can help us see. Often, to be honest with ourselves, we have to listen to a quiet but persistent feeling inside ourselves that something is not right. To be honest with others, to solve the hardest situations, we must keep asking questions and listening to what someone else is saying and perhaps what they are trying to say. Next Sow those small acts of honesty, so when the big choices come, you are ready for them. Call yourself out in the wall ball, call your own shot out in tennis, call the foul on the basketball court that you committed before someone else does, and don't say you've brushed your teeth if you haven't. Make honesty a habit, and it will become part of your character, part of your destiny. The other piece of advice I've heard is remember to think long term. Hinkard, who was a camper in the 1960s and is currently a Pasquale trustee, once said that if you are facing a difficult choice, think about how you will feel about that decision ten years from now. As we sing in hymn 519, siding with the truth is noble, but it may not be prosperous for a long time. That thought exercise, thinking how will I feel about this ten years from now, Takes away the blinding urgency of now, and gives you perspective to make a better decision. And lastly, and why this may be what you were talking about a little bit: practice forgiveness. Try as we might, we all make mistakes here. So, what do I do if I make a mistake? The best thing to do is figuring out how can I set this right, and go to the people we've wronged and apologize. Everyone respects somebody who admits the wrong action and then is prepared to avoid it the next time around. Stop and think. Ask for advice from friends. Listen. Sow the small acts. Think long term. Forgive. The truth is the truth. return to my story and my fears about honesty seven years ago joining a big company where I was worried about compromising my values to survive. Were there people there who were dishonest? Absolutely. There are people everywhere who are dishonest. But what I found to my great relief was that most of the best salespeople were actually the most honest. They were great listeners to someone's problem. With my help, they explained how we could help and not help with that problem. And because they were honest and didn't make false promises, they won business, they kept business, and they got more business from their clients. Isaac Garcia read a passage from a book to me the other day where the author encouraged you to be common among uncommon men. Did I get that right, Isaac? Common among uncommon men. And he encouraged us to give just 1% more of yourself to do what is best, to do what is right, to do what is highest. If what is great is rare, make yourself rare. So who will find favor with the Lord? The question asked in the psalm we just read. He who speaketh the truth from his heart, who has used no deceit will his tongue, who has not slandered his neighbor, who never sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointeth him not, though it were to his own hindrance. Though the cause of evil prosper, yet the truth alone is strong. The truth